0: Welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. And we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is G.S.C. Cooper, and with me today is the mother of demons? Uh, Rob!
1: Hello, Seattle. I'm listening.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, um... Yeah, we're gonna be talking about Lilith today. Ooh. I'm Making not-
1: your way in the world today it takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Because sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. So uh, she first appeared in, I believe, the uh, the fifth season, uh, played by popular Broadway actress, uh, Baby ne- Neuwirth.
0: Yep, that's exactly it. Uh, no, t- we're actually going to be talking about, uh, the, the vampire... Well, vampirus? Is it vampirus? Uh, I think you know? it's just vampire. I think it's, vampire? like... Vampire? I don't you know. A v- vampire. Vampire. We're going to be talking about vampire today. Um, Although
1: it does say her occupation is adventuress, which is definitely not a word.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But we're going to be talking about Lilith, um, if you- if you're familiar with the, uh, entomology. That's not the bug one. It's the the word one. I don't know if I mm-hmm. said it right. But etymology. Etymology. Yes, the entomology. She's a bug. Uh no. Uh, but she is um, a vampire and she has i guess I'm going to say sinister pirate boots.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, they've got uh they, yeah, they're their the pointy like vampire fangs.
0: Yeah, and uh and it's I don't know. I like I like I like her fit a lot. Um she has kind of like this, uh, body, uh, bodysuit, which has the, uh, cloak, has the dagger special with a, with a V that goes all the way down, right above her mentionables. Yeah, but
1: uh, apparently no navel, though.
0: No navel, yeah. Well, I mean, wait, I mean... Well, we'll make, I'll make a decision on, uh, on the no prize on that, because I'm pretty sure they don't say why. Uh, <laughs> in it. But... Uh, but yeah, she is wearing a cloak, and she's wearing. Um, I would either say like playful Peter, Peter Pan boots or mm-hmm. sinister pirate boots. One of those. Oh. I'm not uh, sure. She's also got she also got like a pointy tiara. Yeah, a long black hair. It, mm. You know, I'm just gonna say, like this fit. It's pretty good. You
1: know. Yeah.
0: So um. So classic yeah.
1: lady vampire attire.
0: Yeah, so, uh, like, what is your, like, one-sentence synopsis of, like, what Lilith is, if you can have one, if you have one? Uh, I mean, I can almost sum it up in three words. Daughter of Dracula. Oh, yes. Yeah, daughter of Dracula. Yeah, we get- we're- we're gonna get to that soon, but yeah, she is the, um, the daughter of the dreaded Dracula, who one time had to fight a robot with a brain- Oh, uh, you mean Doctor, you mean Doctor Sun? I love Doctor Sun. I love Doctor Sun. Doctor Sun is so amazing. But yeah, but Doctor Sun, uh, the vampire robot thing that took. It possessed Herbie. Yeah, it did. Uh, and luckily, you know, uh, Herbie got better, but it did not. Uh, Doctor Sun. But real name of Lilith is currently unknown, uh, and I'm gonna say it's probably Lilith. I don't know. It is confusing because there
1: are two different Liliths who are prominent Marvel villainesses. Yes, there is like a a white skinned fishnet wearing demoness with like a cone head, who is a big ghostwriter villain in the nineties. So wait, and, and she is like the biblical Lilith.
0: So it says that. Her name is unknown, but if she's the daughter of Dracula, her name is probably Lilith Dracul. Mm-hmm. Because you know Dracula is, is like supposed to be Vlad Dracul. You know, yeah. so I'm just gonna assume that. Uh, so yes, uh, so we also and she is an adventuress, which I don't think is an actual word, um, as you said earlier, an identity. And until recent years, her existence was unknown to the general public. After regaining her own body, Lilith appears publicly but without revealing like that she's a vampire. Uh, legal status. And none until recent years. After regaining her body, she obtained an American citizenship with the help of forged documents. I mean, I feel like that's just, uh, you know, like kind of a kick to, kick to Dracula. You know, why not why get the Transylvanian, the Romanian citizenship?
1: I mean I, I mean you know they were they were communist at the time that probably wouldn't help you if you're uh, wanting to hang her out in the. US Oh probably.
0: Uh, she also went by uh, Angel O'Hara and uh, Lilith Drake. her place of birth was was Castle Dracula Wallachia, Transylvania, Romania and her uh, place of death was somewhere in Transylvania, Romania. Oh, this and this is uh, this is
1: near and dear to my heart because I am one eighth Transylvanian.
0: Yep, uh, you can apply for Transylvanian col- uh, colleges and get free uh, tuition. Oh yeah, Transylvania University. Yep, that's actually something that is close to me because I live in Kentucky. <laughs> um, did you know that uh, uh, Transylvania just means basically through the woods? And uh, yes. Kentucky was originally going to be called Transylvania because it, it was. So,
1: that would have been much cooler.
0: It would have been. I mean, I mean, if you're gonna be full colonial and everything, I mean, why take the Native American?
1: I mean, can name you imagine Transylvania it? fried chicken?
0: That would be so great. Oh my God! I w- see. Like, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like just taking the Native American uh, name is just it was just uh you know them not going full colonist. You know. Yeah. They should- Transylvanian fried chicken would have been so great, <laughs> but if I was to go back in time, that would be the one thing I would change about it. instead of, like, Kentucky colonels,
1: you'd have Transylvanian counts, so he'd be Count Sanders.
0: Oh, yeah! And we have- a oh, man, it'd be spooky all the time. Okay. Now what? I, there's there's a universe out there where Kentucky is called Transylvania, and I wouldn't live in that one, because maybe I'm happier? I don't know. Uh- <laughs> So, uh, Rob, I know you have a thing for nigh-immortal vampires. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, Lilith is single. Ooh. <clears throat> yep. Uh. I mean, if you if you want to get married to someone who will definitely kill you. <laughs> uh, you know, at my age, I could do worse. Yeah. So, no uh, relatives. Vlad Dracul, her grandfather, mm. or, or deceased. Vlad Dracula, her father, deceased. Occasionally deceased uh zol uh sophia mother deceased uh or well, mircea radu uncles deceased maria father second wife deceased well actually it says uh desiswed They've added yeah. a W in that one. That's yeah. They, they were they
1: were producing this under enormous time constraints. Yeah, camped, no. <laughs> camped out in the Marvel offices.
0: Yeah, so like I'm just noticing like more and more shortcuts and typos the further I get in this. I'm just like, yeah, they're uh, yeah, you're you're getting close. You're you're almost done. It's okay. Uh, so uh, okay, Dominique, uh, father's father's third wife. Vlad Tim... uh Tempolis Tipu- uh, Tipelis? Tipelis? Tipelis Tipelis? Uh half brother deceased. Jonas, half brother, uh Frank Drake, descendant of Lilith's father, uh, and his second wife. So just a big old family, most of them dead, some of them occasionally dead, some of Many of them dead. Are long dead or undead. Yes. Uh and she first showed up in giant sized chillers. In June nineteen seventy four.
1: The not night- so for regular sized chillers.
0: No no, you need to be giant. Uh and it's the night of the she demon. Ooh. And you know, I also maybe you just call it demon. You yeah. know? Uh but uh if if you if you want to see what she looks like as well as the uh the cover we're gonna be talking about here uh, that will be up on Instagram and Twitter at Alphabet Flight.
1: That's a It's regular Dracula family portrait.
0: Yeah, you know, you just have you have a uh, Dracula and in his cape, and and then you know and he's and his blur thing, and like and like uh, and um, and, you know, Lilith is kind of sitting there, and and I really like the background too. Uh, who does the cover for this one? Is it it was was Jean Colon as well? Give me sort of Ramita vibes, but I'm not sure. So the only person here that's on, on Comic Vine anyway, that's listed as an artist is Gene Colon and Petra Goldberg. Oh, no, it is John Ramita. John Ramita. Okay. Well, John they're Ramita. not listed as the cover. Okay. Well, it
1: especially gives me those Ramita vibes.
0: I can definitely see it. Uh, but I really like it. it. You know, it has the back uh, background is is nice and spooky. You know, if some bats. Oh. It's full moon. You know, it's a little foggy and some winds going around. Uh, and it, you know, it's it's just a real good. It's just a real good family per- portrait. You know, oh. they got the pallid light of the full moon. Mm-hmm. Is that the right word? Yeah, yeah I I guess pallid. Pallid would be the right. You know, it mm-hmm. it, it matches their undead complexion. And, uh, and I, I just really feel, I just really feel like, uh, you know, maybe on the next, uh, anniversary, big anniversary year, maybe Marvel could go back to, like, old, old, uh, try to, uh, try to do, like, a little bit of, uh, the older, like, uh, comics that they don't do anymore, like, uh, astonishing Astonishing Tales and stuff like that. Or just bring back the old, uh, bring back the old, uh, title font stuff. This but the stuff in the seventies had a lot of, a lot of zag to it, you know. Mm. Like this chillers look mm-hmm. good. There's like oh, I think yeah. like fifty different, like no, not fifty. That, no, there might be like ten different fonts on here, but they all yes. kind of match. You know, it's good. So, um, but yeah, let's get to her history. Well, actually, no. First off, she died, uh, in Doctor Strange issue uh sixty two, um. Pretty sure that no, that definitely changes, but we're not at that point yet. No, that, the, uh, uh, that there's a lot after that, but we're not to that point yet. But yeah, so she was the daughter of Vlad Dra- uh, Dracula, who was the son of the son of Vlad Dracul, and and uh, she w- she came out of the Zola or Sophia, a noblewoman of the Hungarian court. Um, Dracula wed Sophia. Unwillingly, sometime between the years of fourteen fifty one and fourteen fifty six, uh, doing solely because the marriage would have been arranged many years before his late uh, by his late father. Lilith was born within a year of uh, the marriage, one year after the wedding. Dracula ordered uh, Sophia uh, to take Lilith and leave. And leave him forever, or else he would have her impaled, Dracula. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a good way to get someone out. It's like I will. You, yeah. Do you see the forest of bodies on those twenty foot spires? Do you want to be one? I mean, it's a good way to get rid of someone. Listen, if you're if you're worried that I'm going to do
1: it, please note that I am known as Vlad the Impaler.
0: Ah <laughs> ah One impelled baby. ha ha ha! Uh so uh, Dracula intended that she and Lilith would live out the rest of their lives hum- in humiliating poverty. Zo- uh, Sophia gave Lilith to an old gypsy woman named Gretchen to raise, then committed suicide. Oof. I mean, I mean, hate to see it happen. It was um, it was a
1: brutal time.
0: In 1459, Dracula was transformed into a vampire by the by the way, I'm reading as it is. Uh, I should probably just change all all the gypsies into Roma, but I feel like that would also be somehow racist, considering the context of the story.
1: <laughs> I mean, this is like universal horror, um,
0: yeah, type stuff here. I'm good. I'm just gonna go with what they say uh, on page. Just know that I'm I'm not I'm not doing it out of malice or anything, and I, I know what's going on. Cause I feel because I feel like saying that Dracula uh, got turned into a vampire by aroma feels a little bit more offensive to me somehow I don't know I don't know about you <laughs> but mm-hmm. but yeah uh but there's Le- leanda Leonda yeah it'd be Leanda um in in and, and also later and I'm pretty sure we actually get this entry destroyed vampires. We do get a large vampire There's a big one.
1: group entry, yeah.
0: Yeah. Which I may or may not go over. I don't know if I decided on that. Because some of those vampires I don't care about. Uh, but in revenge, Dracula murdered many gypsies, including Gretchen's son, uh, Arnie. Uh, Gretchen took her own vengeance by casting a spell, transforming the child Lilith into an adult vampirus. Okay. Okay. Hmm. I thought she grew up first. I forgot about that part.
1: That's a big thing. The uh, the supernatural aging up.
0: Yeah. I mean, would it have been more scary to have a little baby vampire?
1: I guess. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, like, uh, what, like uh, Kirsten Dunst in that uh, interview with a vampire? Yeah. I mean, she's good in that movie. I wouldn't say scary.
0: No, like, it's not scary. I, I mean, it'd seem more sad. I think I'd be sad for a baby vampire.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> it's a very sad performance.
0: Yeah, because, like, you know, they're baby forever. And I don't know if they mentally develop enough. What? Yes. Actually, wait. Would a baby. Okay, so if we got an infant turned into a vampire. Ah. Uh-huh. Would it still learn enough to eventually learn and talk and speak and everything? Hmm. I've got a lot. I'm
1: gonna say yes, because Kirsten Dunst was basically like an adult in like a, like a child body. So I would say you would eventually end up like a terrifying, uh, like man
0: baby. Okay. Um, that, that would be terrifying. <laughs> no, a toddler vampire, sad, but not like, but not like terrifying. Uh, a baby vampire is terrifying. And I mean, awful. I guess you
1: get, it'd be like that baby from Roger Rabbit.
0: Yeah, just like
1: be. chomping on a cigar.
0: Uh, Gretchen's spell made Lilith immune to the effects of sunlight and religious talismans. Uh, that it's, you know, it's the same effect and all that. Lilith did not need did not need to enter a coma-like trance during the day as other vampires. Moreover, Gretchen's enchantment, such that if Lilith was killed, her spirit would enter the body of an innocent woman who wa- uh, who wanted her father dead. Gretchen intended that Lilith would be Dracula's internal nemes- nemesis. In her spell, she stated that Lilith would continue to exist on Earth until Dracula was finally destroyed. Lilith's motivation throughout the centuries of her existence was to destroy Dracula in retaliation for abandonment of her and, her, uh, and the death of the mother. At first, Lilith attacked humans for their uh, for their blood indiscriminately, driven by the. A vampires' animalistic lusts. Eventually, however, she learned to control her blood lusts to a large degree, and she eventually attacked only only humans she believed that were evil enough to deserve such a fate. It was then that Lilith came to want to punish uh, Dracula for all the harm he had uh, wreaked upon innocent people over the centuries. Over centuries of battle, uh, battling her father, uh, Lilith and Dracula reached a truce about a century ago and agreed to never see each other again. A little over 30 years ago, however, they met again at the estate of Quincy Harker, Dracula's longtime nemesis on the night that uh, of Harker's wife, Elizabeth, killed herself from the fear of Dracula. The same night, Harker took his revenge by killing Lilith. Ooh.
1: Um Gotta do gotta do your research first, otherwise you're just gonna kill his eternal nemesis.
0: Yeah, I mean I mean how would you know though? How would you know? I guess. You know, like I think you know what happened would be like, oh yeah, she's just a, a regular vampire. And then and then all of a sudden she gets killed and then put into another body. Uh which it took dec three de- it took like three decades for an innocent woman who when her father's dead. Um but finally, one night in Northern Ireland, a Catholic named Martin O'Hara learned that his daughter Angel was secretly married. Um, secretly married a Protestant named Ted Hannigan. Oh, that would have been a real bad thing to do.
1: Oh, and you're and this is a '70s comic, so you're probably looking at some uh, phonetic Claremont-style Irish accents, like Ah, huh. oh, hi, to you, Ted Hannigan. You can't be marrying my daughter.
0: So, um. So, and, and not only that, she was pregnant by him. She, he got, he got Protestant seed inside of his pure, innocent Catholic daughter. You know, you know, those, those Protestants, they're, you bet know, better get them away. <laughs> better get them away from your pure, innocent Catholic daughters. Uh, Martin O'Hara first struck Angela, then, uh, hit, uh, uh Hannigan, who struck him on the head so hard, uh, on falling that he died? Does that mean he hit him and fell and then he died? I yeah. think so. Okay. I don't know. Like, I feel like that could have been said something differently. Because I was just like, I was imagining a sentence was being missed. like, it was just uh, uh, O'Hara was just like, oh, I'm gonna hit you so hard, you're gonna fall off a cliff. Real dramatic place to You know, scold your daughter and his dirty Protestant (laughs) son-in-law. At that moment, Angel felt a murderous hate for her father, and Lilith's spirit entered into her, transforming her body into Lilith's own vampiric form. Lilith was now in control of the body, and she killed Martin O'Hara. From then on, Lilith's spirits resided in Angel's body, sometimes influencing Angel's actions without her knowledge, and frequently taking full possession of Angel's body, transforming into a duplicate uh, of her own. When Lilith gave full control back to Angel, Angel's body would transform back to a eternal state, and Angel's consciousness would reawake with no memory of Lilith's actions. Angel O'Hara never learned that she shared the body with Lilith's spirit, only she knew that she frequently suffered blackouts, which sometimes lasted for hours. Those were the time that Lilith was in full control. That would not be a great thing to have. No, I think and thing.
1: she sort of had her own feature in uh, one of the black and white uh, vampire mag- one of the black and white Marvel magazines at the time. So this was sort of like a, a recurring thing where, you know, Angel O'Hara would be, you know, doing her thing And then Lilith would have some sort of adventure where she'd, you know, kill a serial killer or something.
0: Hmm. Well, I I need to kind of read some of those. I want to go back and read some of the early horror, 70s horror stuff. I should definitely do that at some point. Mm -hmm. So, We're of the British Isles. Lilith induced Angel to move to New York City's Greenwich Village, where Angel came to live happily with a young writer named Martin Gold. Lilith, eventually tired of having to share her existence with another person, however, sought out Victor Bunzel, a gypsy who was a descendant of Gretchen and a heir, heir to much of her occult knowledge. Bunzel performed a mystical ceremony that resulted in Angel and Lilith possessing a separate body of her own. Angel returned home under the spell that prevented her from having, right, prevented her from having any memory of Lilith, or the rituals. And Lilith departed for Castle Dracula to have a final showdown with her father. Did she know it was going to be the final showdown? Not
1: necessarily. I mean, you're—I guess you're always hoping it's going to be the final showdown for your opponent, if not for yourself.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just also kind of like the idea of be like, well, I'm going to kill myself with my father. This is a final showdown. Yep. So, after their fierce battle, Dracula finally bared his chest to Lilith and dared her to plunge a stake through his heart. Lilith took uh, to her own admonishment, found that she could not. Dracula uh, taunted her by saying that Gretchen's spell had agreed that Lilith would remain his nemesis until he was destroyed, and that she could not be his eternal uh, adversary, unless Gretchen made her incapable of actually destroying him. Lilith accepted Dracula's reasoning. It remains unclear whether Dracula or Lilith was correct. Okay, I have a couple things to say about that. <laughs> so, 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 Rob, uh-huh. whatever you say, hey, let's say, like, as for as long as I live I'm gonna do XYZ. Do you also make it to where I'm trying to think of a I'm trying to think of a like a equivalent here?
1: I, it, it sounds like this is like a sort of like a genie thing where you didn't wish your where you didn't word your wish correctly.
0: But she didn't wish for it. like the thing it'd be different if Dracula was just like, Oh, I wish I would always have an eternal nemesis that was also related to me. It wasn't that. Like, he was cursed with that. Like, it could have made been... Like, why, why would why would, uh, Gretchen want Dracula live forever?
1: Again, I think that's just like, you know, she, she worded the spell that way, and it just didn't quite turn out the way she wanted. Unless she wanted Dracula to suffer eternally, instead of being given the peace of the grave.
0: Could be that. Could be that. So, apparently Lilith lost track of Dracula after this encounter, though she did long to destroy him if she ever located him again. She began to travel to enjoy her newfound independent independent existence. In In a private joke, she adopted the surname Drake, the last name of Dracula's ascendant and nemesis, Frank Drake, for legal purposes. Finally, she settled in a villa in south south of France, where she achieved a certain inner peace. She was there when Doctor Strange and various allies cast a spell-utilizing the so-called Matesti formula from from the Darkhold, which destroyed all vampires throughout the world. Um, Now, that is a lie, first off. Um, We will get into that, Mm. After I get talk about her powers, which is basically vampires slash all the negatives. I mean, with without any of the negatives, but she's six. Well, she's six foot, so a very tall lady. Like uh, a, a regular Sigourney Weaver. She, uh, she weighs one twenty five, which is very light for someone who is six foot tall. I guess uh, maybe she she's got hollow bones like a bat. Maybe maybe. Uh, so she can lift. Wow, that's a typo. Okay, so in her vampiric uh, form, she has greater human, superhuman strength than other female fam-fire, or fam pyres, As in fam, you know, fam? Oh yeah. Fam-pires. pyres. is a typo. Like, it would have been like a slip-up if they put fam-fire or something there, but no. <laughs> uh but yeah, she can lift. She can lift about a hundred and ten pounds, which, I mean, not the most. Like I feel like most. That's like entry level super strength for a lot of for a lot of heroes and villains. Yeah, I don't know about uh, you. That, that,
1: that, that's that's your standard super strength for a, a strong guy.
0: Yeah, not not strong guy because he yeah. gets stronger the more you punch him. Mm-hmm. But like a strong cap, lowercase G. Got yes, um, she has red, uh, red eyes, black hair, um, and I think I already said that. Uh, so she has like all the standard powers of a like vampire, but like far greater, except for Dracula, maybe even equal to his. So imagine all the vampire pow- power she can turn into all the spooky animals, bats, and wolves, and rats and mice and she can she can turn into a wolf or a dog depending on how she feels you know maybe she wants to be fluffy and domesticated or maybe she wants to be raw and bigger and uh she also can do like uh, mist um you know she can glamour people by staring in their eyes and they have to follow her uh she's immune to like all the stuff that gar- uh, that that vampires have and she doesn't have to ingest human blood for substance but she really likes it you know sure she really likes it you know it's kind of like whenever you uh it's kind of like whenever you have like that like that that type of like sour candy or something yeah or like hot sauce it's like you know this technically hurts me but i really like it no uh so she also um She she also has like telepathy. And apparently she could just make someone have it a, a perverse erotic fixation on her. Uh huh. Ooh. You know? That's something. I mean I would probably I would I would want to get I would want to get rid of the perverse part. I thought you that's know? what the costume was for. <laughs> <laughs> um so if she makes a vampire, it's just like a regular vampire, it doesn't get any of her powers. No. Unlike when Dracula makes a vampire, where they get, like, a good chunk of his powers, but weaker. Mm -hmm. So. Also, she never got a childhood. I mean, that's also another thing. Rough. (laughs) She was a baby. She was just a poor little baby, just turned into an adult. I sure hope they put an education in there somewhere. Maybe, you know, hope she learned how to talk. Yes, well, I mean, clearly. I mean, obviously, but it would have been very awkward to just have an adult body and a baby's mind.
1: I, I feel there was some, like, rapid learning kind of thing here.
0: Probably. Well, well, let's get to, let's talk about the Montesi formula and how it is, did not do anything what it was supposed to do. Well, it did, but... Here's the thing, that but part, pretty much exactly just like it races it for being effective at all.
1: Would you believe it had something to do with Doctor Strange's cryogenically frozen brother?
0: I mean, I can I can believe a lot of things.
1: Ah, uh, yes, because it did.
0: Yeah. Well, can can you go over that a little bit so we can know how she got back?
1: Okay. So, uh, like bat Like, uh, according to various strains of Marvel canon, uh, Doctor Strange first started operating in like the 30s. And has been kept young via, you know, magic. Yeah. So around that time he had a brother, uh, Victor Strange, who, uh, I guess went to, you know, the, the family farm got like repossessed and he went to see his brother and, you know, found his brother engaged in, you know, various, uh, pre-car accident humility or, uh, pre-car accident, uh, you know, debauchery from him. So distraught, he ran into the street, got run over by a car. And so, uh, Str- you know, the, the more, the grievously wounded Victor was put into cryogenic, uh, storage. And over the, over, over the years, uh, Strange tried various things to, uh, to revive him, including, uh, I believe using the Darkhold, which, uh, which transformed him into a vampire. So he was eventually defrosted by accident. Uh, fell in with voodoo priestess Marie Laveau, who ended up using Victor to help her uh, resurrect the first vampire, Varney. Or Varney. And thus, that weakened the Montessi formula, and vampires started popping back up.
0: There's also, there's also, uh, that real fun time when, when the, when the, Dracula and a bunch of vampires lived on the blue area of the moon because they couldn't go on Earth. That's right. That that was fun. That was like that was in like the two thousands, right?
1: Yeah, that was um that was Paul Cornell's uh, Captain Britain and MI thirteen book. It was very good.
0: Uh, so so yeah, she obviously she showed up later. Um, she was part of my uh she she was part of. Uh, my one of my favorite incarnations of uh, Nick Fury's Howling Commandos uh, when he was uh, a goddamn werewolf, and uh, you know, I- I'm a big fan of just of just people being werewolves. There's so many people surrounding like Captain America and Chilled, who are just werewolves. Like, like how many times were how many times was Falcon a werewolf? Like it was at least twice, right? Uh, I think only the once. No, no, well, I'm pretty sure, like, because he, in Nick Spencer's run, mm. he was, but did, wasn't he in sometime in the 80s or that? Or oh, that's right, 80s? yes, he
1: was uh, turned into a werewolf by um, uh, Tilda Johnson, alias Deadly Nightshade.
0: Yeah, and then we have um, uh, Keith Giffen uh, wrote uh, Nick Fury's Howling Commandos, where mm. they, they, they came back to this later, but it was led by uh, the LMD of Dum uh, Dum Dugan. Nick Fury that's a, i believe a guy named Warwolf. yeah cuz we have Vampire by Night which i feel like what is Vampire by Night's deal
1: uh she is the niece of um Jack Russell the werewolf by night who was also bitten bitten by a vampire
0: yeah i always thought that the the were where vampire by night was not a was was not a great name well, I mean, wouldn't you be a vampire by night if you were a vampire anyway?
1: Yeah, I mean, generally, if you're if you're a vampire by day, you're like a, a pile of ashes.
0: Well, I mean, there's you know you have like the Liliths and the and Bloods and stuff like that mm. that could be vampire by day. it's Just most vampires are vampire by night. Yes, and I I do like and I and I know I I'm picking on this a little bit too much because I really I really did not like when they changed werewolf by nights name to just Werewolf, because Werewolf by night is just way better of a name.
1: I think Stan Lee came up with that name, if I remember correctly.
0: I don't know. Yeah, Um, uh, the Howling Commandos, uh, the Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D., which was uh, a little bit later, was really fun. Mm-hmm. I think it was like, uh, how, many, how many issues was it? Not long, I know it wasn't long. No, neither series was particularly long. No, I think it was yeah. It only has one trade paperback, so it's yes. not it's not a lot. Probably like what six issues, something like that. Yeah, but it was fun. You know, you had Man Thing, kind of like as their their Bruiser. You had uh Teen uh, Teen Abomination. Orgo. Orgo
1: is mm? like a uh, like a fifties Kirby monster.
0: Yes, uh, Orgo uh, amphibian,
1: amphibian, amphibian
0: amphibian and i'm pretty sure it also had a it had a hit monkey first off also hit monkey is mm-hmm. amazing uh and it had did it also have jack russell in it i don't
1: think was so i jack- think warwolf was the uh the, a different Wolf was the werewolf of that team
0: yeah but obviously she came back mm-hmm. obviously oh okay warwolf uh which was the leader of the nick fury's howling commandos he transformed in werewolf at will when mars was high in the sky right which makes sense mhm well okay it makes sense for Marvel. <laughs> well yes <laughs> Let's say that because uh because uh mars is the god god of war in roman society mm. um so yeah well i think we're pretty much done talking about talking about um Lilith. Um, She does come back later. Yes, she does. Um, She kind of has kind of bit roles in uh, all the horror comics, basically.
1: Mm -hmm. She turns Um, up here and there.
0: Yeah, like, she's not, like, she doesn't show up a lot, but she shows up. Like, it's just, like, it almost feels like it's just like, hey, what if we had a sexy lady instead of a regular Dracula? Uh, Sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but she sh- but yeah, she kind of just shows up here and there. She doesn't even show up in Tomb of Dracula that much, no. Um, which you think she would more. think mm-hmm. um, she, sh- you know, she also showed up in like Ghost Rider and pretty sure a couple other things. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I, did she turn? Was she the one who made the mutants vampires, or was that another person?
1: No, that was Dracula's son, Zaris. Okay,
0: yeah. Cause I'm, I was i I know a lot of people are not a fan of vampire jubilee but I was mm. so
1: I, I think that crossover is mostly worth it for the bit where iceman ter- uh freezes up his body into ho- uh, a bunch of holy water around his body
0: yeah it's pretty good yeah well I think we're pretty much I think we're pretty much good okay um so let's do plugs
1: all right. Well, I uh I'm a writer for the Marvel research team and we have a new handbook coming out tying into the uh the Empire event in which uh for 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 the first time the Kree and the Skrulls have uh, created a united front and their target is Earth.
0: Ooh. And also uh, Hulkling's in it, which I'm a big fan of. He's the new emperor of the Kree. He's finally fulfilling his role that he was born to do.
1: That's right. And he is uh, or anyway, this uh, this book is available for pre-order now and will be in stores this
0: April. Ooh. Yep, just in time for the Empire event. That's right. So, well, um and that's Empire with a y. Empire with for, a y. Yep. But so just imagine, it's very edgy. It's late 90s. It's very edgy. Uh so um my name is jesse i have another podcast called creepy critters where i talk about cryptids in similar detail i also have a podcast called limited theories where me and my friend not this rob uh the other rob rob trevino uh we talk about limited mostly marvel uh series issue by issue um by the time this comes out uh we're covering trouble and um it it almost broke me uh- <laughs> Um, as a person it's very bad and very sexist and not great about a lot of things but if you want to hear if you want to hear uh me and rob agonize over like i think the only truly bad comic we've read for the show so far uh listen to that i guess so if this has been alphabet flight and justice is served good night